Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of About Admissions, our podcast about college, college admissions, and uh, figuring out why everyone is so darn happy in Happy Valley. I'm Drew. Hey, and I'm Kirk. We're very excited today. If you'd like to uh, join us on the show or ask us anything about admissions, maybe even have your letter read on the show, mm-hmm. you can always submit it on college.admithub.com. Or you can actually, you could even call me and ask me. Just call me, 617-982-3662. I welcome your calls. Oh, boy. Watch it, Kirk. <laughs> um, so today we actually have a special guest. Last week we had... Um, a Big Ten um, representative at Ohio State. This week we've got uh, Penn State University. Rivals. With us. Mm-hmm. Rivals, potentially, yes. So we've got Clark Brigger, who's the executive director for undergraduate admissions at Penn State. Clark, welcome to the show. How's life in Happy Valley? Hey, thanks, uh, guys, for having me on. And uh, it, it's great. And you, you asked uh, or you alluded to why is everybody so happy <laughs> yes. in yes. Happy Valley? And, you know, there's really a story that goes behind that. But the real gist of, of the reason that all the students are happy is our ice cream is just out of this world. Uh, ah. Hershey's? What do you got? Yeah. Do you... Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's made on site from our own uh, cattle uh, because we started out as an ag school and uh, – you know, it employs a whole bunch of students, and we just make some fantastic ice cream. Wow. That is awesome. Happy like Hindu cows. I love it. So, <laughs> what, Where did the nickname Happy Valley come from? I actually don't know the origin of it. Yeah, so we, as I said, we're in ag school uh, at our origin, and uh, it's a very agricultural area of the state. Oh. And um, oh. during the Depression... Happy Valley really didn't suffer from the effects of the uh, depression because it was pretty much self-sustaining because of the agriculture. Oh, wow. Uh, so everybody was in a good mood uh, during the de- depression. Wow. That's a and the name stuck, story. huh? Yeah. Wonderful. And now you guys are huge. I mean, Penn State is, what, 24 campuses? It's like 100,000 students, right? Yeah, if you would include the online uh, world campus, then we would be 25 campuses, but mm. 24 physical presences. Yeah, yeah. Penn State's like the Roman Empire of universities. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your your tentacles are everywhere. I mean, I looked at a map today um, of the state system. I mean, there's not one area of the state that doesn't have a little Penn State flag on it. It's they're everywhere. Well, and what's amazing about that is, uh, you know, in, in when this was conceived, the idea was to put a campus in uh, a commutable distance for every citizen of the state. Huh. Uh, so, you know, when you think about access, what, you know, institution can claim that they're that accessible? Wow. Uh, yeah. Unreal. One of the questions I had, um, Kirk and I were bantering a little bit before we brought you on, Clark. You know, we love to banter. Oh, yeah, we can't help ourselves. Uh, the Honors College is pretty prestigious. Yeah. I mean, Kirk, yeah. you even mentioned that when you were at Penn, you'd try to lure I kids. Try to scoop them away, yeah, steal them away. We always have kids coming in when I was at Penn, and I'd say, what are you, what are you looking at? And they said, well, it's down to you guys and the Penn State Honors Program. And I'd say, come on, you don't want to be all the way out there in the middle of nowhere, even though it is a very happy place to be. <laughs> all right, but, Kirk, before no. you get yourself in too much trouble, <laughs> I'm curious. because I'm a totally lo- joking, though. But a lot of schools, state schools, rather, um, have fantastic honors programs that most people are unaware of. Right. And, and I'm just, like, I don't even really know that much about the Penn State Honors Program. 
do you mind enlightening us a little bit, Clark? Because I think uh, a lot of people could be interested in it who may not have even heard of it before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Schreier Honors College is one of the top 10 honors colleges uh, that are around at the uh, public institutions. And uh, fantastic um, reputation uh, as a result of uh, all that they do and do so well. Um, very, very competitive, very selective. Last year, there were uh, approximately 3,900 applications for the Schreier Honors College. Wow. They admitted um, between seven and 800 of those students for a class of 300, uh, entering class of 300. Each of those 300 students get a uh, award uh, scholarship of $4,500 a year uh, wow. for four years. So, you know, it also comes with obviously smaller class sizes, more one-on-one -on -one, uh, interaction with the uh, professors in honors uh, living uh, residence uh, experience. So uh, a lot of benefits come with that, but very, very selective and, you know, very successful when it comes to placing students as well. Yeah. And I've got a question. Like, let's say you're a first-gen kid and you don't know any better. You just, you, all you know is you want to go to Penn State but you might not even know about the Honors College. Do you ever reach out to a student, you know, if they, let's say they've done very well and suggest to them that they might want to apply to the Honors College? Well, we do reach out um, to students, and uh, as we travel around, obviously we've got pamphlets. There oh. is a separate application process that goes beyond. You have to be admitted uh, through my office to the university first, and then after you apply, you're presented the option to also uh, apply to the Schreier Honors College. So there's some additional requirements that come along with that, uh, mainly in the form of essays. Uh, mm -hmm. There's also a optional interview. And as uh, Kirk would attest to from your background, when a selective school says something is optional, <laughs> we would term that as highly encouraged. Mm. <laughs> Correct. Noted. So what are the challenges you see students confronting most of all these days when it comes to applying to college and getting through college? You know, I think that there's a, a long list, but what seems to come up the most is the cost of attendance is the greatest challenge, I think, yeah. for any student. And then, you know, just wading through the process. So, you know, you guys can easily relate to, uh, I was a first generation student myself, and our students here, 19% of them at University Park are first-generation students. And those students, I think, have the greatest challenges uh, when it comes to higher education because everything is new to them. They don't have that resource of a, a mother or father that they can go to and say, hey, I need help filling out the uh, FAFSA or what do I do about you know this situation. Um, it's kind of they're happy that you're in college, but that's about as much assistance that they can provide for you. Where, you know, the, the affluent students, they have the benefit of already uh, probably living in the better school systems that have high school counselors that are actually involved with the college planning process. They come from a family that has been through these uh, hoops before, and they have a greater understanding. And less of all of those worries that come along with paying your bill and how am I going to feed myself and, uh, you know, where am I going to live and, and all of those things 
are better aligned uh, for those that come from an educated background. Absolutely. Okay. Speaking <clears throat> of feeding themselves, this might be the most pressing question we've had all day. Yeah. What the heck is a grilled sticky? Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an ailment. It does. I, I had no idea what this thing is. And every description I read, it, all it says is it's grilled and it's sticky. So here's here's what I'm going to do, Drew. I'm going to buy some of those this week and oh boy. throw them in my bag because I don't think there's an expiration date on them. <laughs> like a Twinkie? But Amazing. They are they are uh, sealed sealed and packed. And anyway, sealed. think of a cinnamon roll that's really kind of like French toast type of sticks that yeah. are packaged. Uh, so that you can have basically uh, something like a cinnamon roll or a package of French toast on the go whenever you want. And, oh, uh, you know, I will throw it in my car and it'll be warm for you so that when <laughs> I cook you, you can just break it open and start eating. Perfect. It's, it's, I had no idea it was a sort of a dessert or a sort of pastry type of thing. I thought there was like ground meat in it or something like that. I thought, like a oh, cheese steak like, or something. Yeah, like a, like a corn dog or something like that. I, didn't, I well, had no idea what the heck this thing was. It's like a Rorschach inkblot test, but it's uh, <laughs> food. You know, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Got it. Maybe we should uh, should we read this letter from this listener? Yeah. So yeah, every week we read a letter from a listener uh, who has a pressing question that we can help unpack uh, on their behalf. Um, so here's the letter this week. Uh, Dear About Admissions, since GPA and test scores are standardized, are essays the only thing that can make an application more interesting to an admissions officer? What if writing isn't really my jam? Uh, AKA for those who don't know what jam is, I would say forte is a good synonym. Uh, does it even matter if I apply to a state school? Sincerely, I write real good. I think um, there's a lot in there. Uh, a lot yeah. Talking about standardized tests, which do give me agita. Talking about essays, which are the sort of kernel of personality that you get with every application. And I'm sure, Clark, you read every one of those applications of those well, sixty some odd thousand apps. And it also there's some all there might be some confusion about do you know state universities even require essays or is there more of a formulaic process gpa plus test score equals admit or deny right so right so there's a lot going on there yeah you know, i would start with everything matters you know when a when a student says does does it even matter i would say everything matters uh but you know, to expand upon that, I would say your activities, your leadership in those activities, which demonstrates a stick to that you have about yourself yeah. uh, and demonstrates depth and mastery rather than just dabbling and trying something out. So, you know, you're achieving things, you're becoming a leader, you're mastering an activity. And that indicates to me sitting in the admissions seat that a student will try hard and they will persist and they will graduate. You know, when you think about applying to state schools, so technically Penn State does not require an essay. We have an optional, ah, optional really? short answer. Uh, What's with, the question? Can you uh, give us a hint? It's actually just uh, tell us uh, anything else that you would want to about yourself. 
uh, that might seem, you know, significant or important or something like that. So, you know, when you look at a transcript, you don't know an individual's personal circumstance as to why they had a bad semester or maybe why they had a bad year or something of that nature. Well, that would be something that you would want to explain uh, mm -hmm. if you had a dip in your academic record, and, and that would be a perfect place to explain something like that. But, you know, the more selective a school is, the more uh, they rely upon these essays. And, you know, other state schools, so think of a, a more regional school or even a community college, they're working towards uh, a headcount, uh, and most of them are really open enrollment that as long as you, you know, did okay in high school mm -hmm. and passed, that they're trying to fill their seats. So, you know, depending upon where you're applying and what those requirements are, but I kind of go back to the, if something says optional, <laughs> that really means it's encouraged. It's yes. highly encouraged. You got any, uh, you got any good essay fail stories, Clark? Oh boy. Any, any terrible essays? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, I've read, uh, you know, some really simple one sentence uh, or, or a couple word uh, type of answers to uh, an essay that definitely turn you off. No kidding. Yeah. Any, yeah. What, what sort of words? You say, like, I don't want to write this essay. <laughs> that was my essay in college. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or maybe something as simple as my dad made me apply. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Well... Well, Rebellious teenagers. <laughs> what about good essays? Any memorable ones where that have stood out and stuck with you? Well, there there absolutely are. Um, you know, some of the stories that you hear, and a lot of times it's a, a personal struggle of an individual to maybe overcome an addiction or, you know, things of that nature. Uh, maybe it's some uh, service that they've done in their community or abroad or something like that, and. Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, you get tears in your eyes with uh, some yep. of the stories, uh, especially, you know, let's say somebody that uh, struggled with uh, cancer and, yeah. uh, you know, and now is cancer-free or something like yeah. that. Very, very touching uh, stories. Yeah, it's tough to be vulnerable in that way. You know, I think a lot of kids, or at least I've heard, you know, struggle with with revealing so much about themselves because it is, you know, you're putting yourself out there. And, yeah. Um, it's difficult, but I always look at the essay as an opportunity to, to, to actually tell that story to yourself. You know, most people uh, don't think deeply about their lives, where they've been, where, they, where they're going, you know, and I, I think the opportunity to write about yourself in that way is actually a good one. Uh, most people should do it, and we just don't, you know. We've covered a lot here today. We have covered a lot of ground. All I know is I'm going to pack up uh, some stickies, and I'll oh, always have them on me wait. for when I see you next. Please do. Yeah, just one in the coat pocket at all times. <laughs> I like it. Um, so that's all the time we've got for today. You can find About Admissions on iTunes or SoundCloud. Special thanks to Clark Rigger. Audited for the show today, essays. Mm -hmm. Terrible. And we hope you're leaving us a little more informed, a lot more relaxed. Be sure to catch us next week as we're sure to have a lot more to say about admissions.